0: Harmony. So what's up? Not too much man. How are you? I'm living the dream. I uh came off of a weird week that we kind of talked about. Um yeah. With my uh my dad passing away. It uh had a watch um get taken off the ventilator on an iPhone screen which was really bizarre. I bet Um, it was really hard, uh, for a lot of the family. And I, I don't know if it's, yeah, would be harder to be there and see it or have to watch it on a screen because I mean, once, once the, the video shut off, you're somewhere else. Yeah.
1: You know, the, uh, I don't know what would be easier. I saw it wasn't my dad, but it was my, uh, my grandma was, they were having people over I don't know if I ever told you that, right? Uh, but uh, my grandma was having people over. Went to go downstairs real quick to grab like I, I don't know something for cooking and fell, uh, and then she was on life support for two th- two three days or something like that before they figured like there was nothing that could be done. Yeah, and so then then they they so I was there when they uh we took her off life support. So I don't I don't know. It did it, it's it is super weird though. It's uh I don't know. I don't know which one would be uh I bet the screen seemed more surreal.
0: It was very surreal. It was it was just bizarre. There's no other Oh, no other way to, to describe it,
1: really. Yeah that, that seems pretty weird. I mean, I, that, that makes a lot of sense. I I have, uh, one of my students, um, the dad had to go into the hospital for like some procedure. Um, but so the, but the family couldn't come in because of all the, you know, all this stuff going on. Yeah. And so they, they've been meeting just on like zoom or whatever. And they've been saying it's been super weird just because you like getting updates from the doctor, you know, through it. And, uh, you know, not being able to actually go in and see them. Yeah, you can't even go in the hospital and
0: wait. To, um, I know someone that had open heart surgery. Wow. And they uh, they couldn't, their family couldn't even go into the hospital to wait. Like, the the doctor called them after the fact to wow. update them on it. And then while she was in there, they would only do, like, video calls. No one could come in and visit her or anything. So... Huh. It's a bizarre times.
1: Yeah, that's for sure. (laughs) But,
0: uh, have you, uh, seen the, uh, reports that are coming out now with, uh, the vitamin D three and the correlation with, uh, uh,
1: I've seen some stuff, but I haven't really, I I didn't dive into reading anything about it really.
0: So uh, I, I read a little bit about it and they said that, uh, the vitamin D three deficiency, um, is correlated with the mortality rates in the severe cases of the the COVID-19. Oh, okay. So they said that uh, in countries in general with uh, high mortality rates, also countries with uh, lower levels of vitamin D, which are countries that are tend to be like uh, cooler and cloudier. So right. I read that and immediately went back on my, D three supplementation. So I'm taking nice ten thousand I use every day. I fear. If I gotta be out and about, I might as well be as safe as possible. And that seems like uh, an easy fix and there's more things that vitamin D does for you.
1: Yeah, for sure. I know my mom has uh oh shit, what is it called? Um it's a thyroid thing, it's fairly common. Um graves. Uh, so she has Graves' disease, and they she has to take like some ungodly amount. Like I think she actually gets it injected, but vitamin D, really. Uh, and it's something that helps with her whatever that. Yeah, Graves' disease.
0: Okay. Yeah. So, Graves' disease is uh, an autoimmune disorder that causes hyperthyroidism. Yeah. Um, and I guess the immune system actually attacks the thyroid.
1: Yeah, it has a bunch of weird symptoms. I know, really, because she just she didn't know she had it until very recently. I mean, maybe within the last like two years, you know. So, but one of the <laughs> yeah, one of the weird things is it makes it like changes like your eyes. Like it makes your eyes like like kind of, I don't know. It, like uh, she had to have like a little bit of surgery on them, really, to, to fix them up. Yeah. Well,
0: wow, that's weird.
1: It's like something happens to the muscle of the eye or I, I could be totally wrong on that, it being in the muscle, but <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it, yeah, whatever. She yes. has, she had to a little procedure for that. It was kind of crazy. There's been a lot of those procedures lately. I, I wasn't able to actually, I didn't even think of this. I don't know why, but I wasn't able to go see my grandpa who just had another procedure for the cancer that he has. Yeah. But, um, I mean, it was all right. He was able to get it back home. They're doing all right Except now yeah the worst part so far was the uh so he has to go back like at once a week for a couple times uh, for, uh what like up to f- up to five times to do like this like thing that's kind of like chemo but they basically like fill your bladder with something and yeah. then you have to wait and then it like then he has to, like basically just pisses it out kind of thing um so he has to do that like once a week for a while which really seems to, like that's gonna suck yeah. Um, But then, and then it, it goes to like once a month and then it's like every six months, but it's, uh, it didn't get into like, it didn't go get into the muscle and it didn't get into anything else. So it, it, it it's, it's not too bad. Um, the worst part though, he said was <laughs> that the, uh, the catheter they gave him didn't work. And then they were closed for a day and he had end, ended up having to try and figure out how to fix it. <laughs> Cause they which sounds so painful, yeah, so painful. Oh, ugh, yeah. <laughs> Oof. But uh, yeah, he's cringe. he's uh, Yeah, he's always in good, pretty good spirits, though. So, um, but yeah, all that medical stuff is super weird right now. All the insurance crap you have to deal with, especially. Yeah. <laughs> So what else has been going on with you? Um, the main thing I've been focusing on, I guess, is getting that, uh, getting this new setup, uh, up and going, so I can, uh, um, record myself. And then I've got uh, two students that are going to record albums at the same time. Yeah. Yep. So, so actually, when I am I'm, I'm figuring that out, and I'm figuring out uh, opening back up in person, so I should be doing that like this next week. Okay. But it just, I just got to figure out what it's going <clears> to, <throat> what it's going to look like, you know, cause my, like the waiting area I have is not that big yep. and stuff. So I don't know. I I haven't really figured it out. I might just tell people to wait outside, wait in their car. <laughs> yeah. <that's, laughs> you know,
0: I mean, that's what the, a lot of doctor's offices are doing. If you're going in there, they say they'll call you when it's your time to come in.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so anyway, I got to figure I am just figuring out a few more things with that and then um as yeah, so getting started back up. So I think it's going to look like I'll actually do more recording projects and teaching in person for a little while so, cuz I think some I think about half of them want to stay online still. Really. So uh just for a little bit, you know. So
0: makes sense. I mean, there, there's no There are
1: some some parents especially that are just like so such like so over the top with worry yeah that uh like i feel bad for the kids sometimes oh, well <laughs> but, i
0: mean if they have someone in the household that's at risk or someone they'll take care of that's at risk i could see that but
1: at this yeah, point yeah no i'm talking like way over the top with it where you know they're they uh they might as well be wearing hazmat suits if they go outside kind of thing Um, yeah, pretty, pretty crazy. They might think they're like a step below, uh, like the doomsday preppers, (laughs) you know? (laughs) Yeah. Uh,
0: so I got a chance to check out the, uh, bands that you told me about. Oh yeah. Um, the one I really liked that I hadn't heard of before was the flesh God apocalypse. Yep. That That album's pretty solid. Yeah. And I, I actually found a couple of other albums of theirs that I really liked. Silosis uh, was pretty much how you described them. A little bit thrashier, a little bit. Uh, mm-hmm. They had some stuff that reminded me of like some old Metallica and they had some stuff that reminded me of Gojira, like you said. And uh, Yeah. And then Ginger was the first one I checked out
1: and uh, i they were weird. It depends on which like I think like their albums are totally different. Yeah. From because like I've only really heard like some of the newer stuff. Yeah. And it's a little bit more groovy. Yeah, I guess. I don't know much about their old stuff. I've just uh Yeah. <laughs> and, and they're from Like the Ukraine or yeah. something? Right? Yep.
0: Yeah. So they're all good listens. I listened to them several days each and then rotated back through them i'm back listening to Silosis right now
1: gotcha but it was yeah, uh, they're pretty cool i really like flesh god too though like you said yeah and then i th- I think i told you about like I th- i'm pretty sure their drummer ended up becoming the the lead guy
0: yeah so i i read something about that he's actually gonna take over as a vocalist
1: when they tour and they're gonna bring in a new drummer okay because yeah they've had um In their music video, they had a different drummer for the. What was that music? The uh, Sugar? Yep. That third song or whatever, third, fourth on the album. Um, Yeah, they had a different drummer in there. I don't remember his name, but uh, that music video is pretty wild too, the way they filmed it. If you haven't seen it, I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, that's pretty wild because it's, you know, it's like about like drug use essentially, but. Uh, they're basically in the syringe as it's being filled up. Oh, wow. So the, the cinematography is crazy.
0: Oh, I have to check
1: it out. Yeah. It was pretty, I thought it was pretty well done.
0: I'll definitely um, check it out.
1: But, uh, yeah, they're, they're definitely cool.
0: Yeah, I'll pull them up on YouTube since as as we're done here. Speaking of, I, uh, also went down a rabbit hole on YouTube. Oh Yeah. For the uh, microtonal,
1: oh okay, yeah. yeah. There's some really, there's some crazy videos out there for that stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's also that or um, Indi- like a lot of Indian polymeters and stuff. There's some pretty, there's some wild, wild videos out there where they're uh, they they're they're playing like a like a gourd kind of percussion instrument and uh, singing a different rhythm. Really? It's, it's 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 wild very very yeah really crazy and instru- um just really crazy uh what's the word i'm looking for i mean just the way they use it is totally different than yeah we would in our culture i for like polyrhythms or what you think of normally
0: yeah that's an interesting study I, I know like um with western music you've got the the twelve semitones that make up everything. hmm And then a lot of these uh I think are more like uh Arabian Turkish or there's some other ones that use like it's very similar scales, but they've got one note that's instead of being a, a semitone or a half step, it's a a quarter tone. Mm-hmm. A quarter step. And it's just like it's like a normal scale, except for one note is just a yeah quarter tone off from what we're used to hearing and, and then they it really makes the sound it really makes that kind of middle eastern eastern european different just kind of it sound. Gives it,
1: yeah there's like that sound that you get from those unfretted instruments yeah that like especially like uh even like some japanese instruments right where there's that uh you can get that i don't know there's almost like a, a, an atonal kind of slide sound that happens naturally to it or yeah. something something
0: it's really it's cool. cool i uh i wish i had some like metal examples of people doing that but i haven't seen haven't seen anything like that on there a lot of them that do it yeah, um are there,
1: there was a band wasn't there a band that was uh a metal band that played like a microtonal schecter that or do you know what i'm talking about i don't remember uh, I'm gonna see I don't remember particularly I, I don't think it was like very good <laughs> <laughs> if I remember correctly, but so I remember seeing a a yeah,
0: I saw a person playing a a uh, quarter tone metal on YouTube, and it wasn't wasn't great, but I haven't seen like a full band doing something like that,
1: yeah, I'm gonna find this um I remember seeing it years ago. It wasn't like, I don't think they ever really got, um, Oh, uh, M a M a N with periods in between. Okay. I think that's, I think that's the band that I was thinking of. Could be wrong. (laughs) (laughs) I'll check it out. Um, But yeah, there's. I've I've heard. Of, of, I know for sure. I've heard some like microtonal stuff, and especially. Uh, I, I think I've told you about my. Um, I don't know. He's kind of related. He's like a second cousin or something like that. But he's the. Uh, he's a classical guitar teacher for the University of Ma- in Madison. Yeah. Um. Or University of Wisconsin in Madison. Uh. So anyway, he has a bunch of instruments because he he got really into like Turkish music and some other stuff. So he's got like ouds, He's got. Um, he's got a, he's got this really cool classical with like frets that almost like just pop in Yeah. so you can, you know, like make it like what you're saying where it's a normal scale, but except for one being a quarter tone now. Yeah. Uh, it's really interesting to try and play.
0: I I saw some of that and a lot of that came back to the, the true temperament stuff, like the true temperament frets. Oh, okay. Yeah. those, Those jagged frets and those guys, uh, will actually sell. Like little frets, they like stick on the fretboard at a certain spot. And like if you play the harmonic there, it'll resonate like an open string. And that's when you know that like you're in the actual temperament of the guitar. Because the guitar, when you play some notes, it's not actually Mm -hmm. the exact note. It's off by a little bit. And that's where we've talked about this before where uh, you want to tune. Like if you're recording, you want to tune to where
1: you're playing not to the open string for sure yeah it's pretty interesting that's uh all that science that goes you know into yeah. figuring out like i could I, I mean i'd be interested i I don't know even know how they figured out the true temperament fret design you know like how they measured it like completely and you know how long that took and stuff it would be interesting to see
0: yeah I, it has to do with uh how the frequencies resonate with each other yeah. so you know in a guitar that like the open fret and the 12th fret are exactly one half of the entire scale of the guitar. And then from the 12th to the 24th is like one half of the remaining. So every time you cut it in half, it it goes up an octave. Mm -hmm. Um, But the notes don't fall in line with every string. Right. So It's kind of crazy. The guitar is just (laughs) doing the best that it can, but it's not an accurate note,
1: hmm.
0: whereas like a piano, you tune it to that note. It's not tuned to like how the guitar is. It's tuned to the exact note.
1: Hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. Pretty crazy. I've been seeing a more fretless guitars lately too, which is kind of weird.
0: Yeah, you had told me about... A metal band you were actually going to send me the info on. You hadn't done it yet with uh, oh. someone that was finger-picking the guitar and using a fretless bass, I think it was. You said one of your students had told you about it.
1: Oh, yeah. I got to find that again. Um, <laughs> let's see. I'll, I'll find it for you, I think. I I, I I'll, If not, I'll ask him because I'm yeah. supposed to actually – he's one of the guys actually having to be recording pretty soon. Okay, good. Yeah.
0: So are you – going to start working on your album again is that what you're looking at or are
1: you recording? Yeah, I'm looking at doing that and then so I'll have that and then two different students recording albums and then uh that cuz like I, I can work in small. I can have small groups. I can't have like that many people over, you know. Yeah. So I was which kind of stinks cuz I had made some plans to do some bigger classes yeah. um but I had to cancel those plans. Yeah. Um but I'll get there eventually. Um, but for now, I'll, yeah, I'll be recording my stuff, which will be interesting. I'm like recreating it, yeah, um, like I, I re- may, relearning it and everything.
0: I may have the rough mix files that you sent me a long time ago. I yeah, I might have. I
1: have that. Um, I have. I have. A, I have a lot of this, like the scratch tracks and stuff yeah. like that. You know. But uh, yeah, just figuring out what I want to do with it for real, yeah, for real, for real. <laughs> Yeah, for real, for real, for real, and then real, uh, getting that recorded, and uh, yeah, like I said, I'm getting the, getting that new setup around uh, Cubase 10 will be awesome. Yeah, I think I'm still on
0: 6.5, maybe. I gotcha. That was the the last time that I I use Reaper anyway. So I I tried to make the switch, and mm-hmm. the dongle got in the way for me.
1: Yeah, that's the one thing I have to fi- I didn't figure out yet is just the uh I have the dongle with my old license on it and like I need to f- I can use that to get a discount on Cubase ten. Yeah. So but I don't know where I want to buy Cubase ten from. I was probably just gonna do Sweetwater or something. Yeah. Uh Sweetwater's good. I actually got a buddy that uh
0: works there now. Oh yeah. He uh was at the local guitar center and he moved up to a guitar center in Chicago. And then he moved in Sweetwater. So, and they
1: send you candy. Yep. And I was going to say, that's a bonus, right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> if for
1: nothing else, they send you candy. Yep. Yeah. And for, and the first time it happened, I thought I didn't know it was coming. It was pretty funny. You're like, Oh, Hey, Jackpot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, no, but they the, I do like Sweetwater too because they have really good customer service. Yep, the uh, that one time uh, I don't know if I told you, but I have I had a guy that not really a student. He took like a few lessons that sort of thing. But this old uh, older dude, maybe like he's probably about seventy now, but he uh, recorded with a bunch of uh, bluegrass musicians like all over the place, and so I I helped him get his album mixed to be more like. Sound more unified because like the drums were recorded in different rooms all over the place oh, and yeah. like, Oof. uh, like, literally every song was recorded with different, a completely different setup. Um, so I helped him get, uh, helped him out with the mixing a little bit and um, and that kind of stuff. Why was I bringing him up? Sweetwater. Uh oh, but we had some issues because he he was using the same interface and stuff as me, and then something like ended up clashing and they 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 set up the exact same computer setup and everything and then got it working so we could use uh you get like get it going again really yeah so they spent like like a good hour and a half figuring out what was going on oh that's really Cause it, sweet yeah cuz pro tools at least the version that we were using at that time was like that uh the an older one where i don't know if i think it changed a little bit but it you had to have the same hardware oh yeah and so it was like, it was a total, like, even though we had the same hardware, like an interface, basically for pro tools that we were using, it ended up like freaking it out because of some sort of, I don't know what, but it it was a pain in the ass, but they, they, they fit. Yeah. Best customer service for sure. For that. It's pretty awesome.
0: I, uh I don't know if I've heard a whole lot of good stuff about pro tools. I mean, I, under- I understand that it's the, the go-to
1: for professional music or audio engineers. Engineers. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say for musicians, I would definitely say Cubase is pro and like even Reaper now. Yeah. But, uh, I would say Cubase for sure. I've seen more P- Cubase for whatever reason. It seemed like in my experience that Cubase was huge in Europe and Pro Tools was more like a U.S. kind of thing for a little really? while. Um, because what's it, you know, Lasse, the guy that did like the L-Storm albums? Yes. Uh, uh, what's his last name? Like Lammert or something like yeah, that? That sounds right. Like the German dude? Yep. Um, He used to use Cubase exclusively until he started, he did like a little internship thing with Sneep and then switched over to Pro Tools. But I knew a ton, like around that time I was like really big into like using the Sneap forum. Yep. That was, uh, it, there was, it was probably, it seemed like kind of split, but then, I mean, it became, av- once it wasn't digital designed anymore, things changed. yeah. And, uh, I think they I don't know. It's, uh, I've only really, I, I got pro tools because I was told it was like what I needed at first yeah. before I knew be- before I knew better. And then I, I didn't like the workflow, yeah, I um, especially from first songwriting. I don't, I didn't like it.
0: Yeah, I have never uh never even checked it out. I I started with Reaper just because you can use it for free. Yeah. And Re- Reaper's great. It uh it's still working for me right now even though I'm like two versions behind. I need to update. I think my license only went through like 5.9 and it's now at 6. Point something, so I have to buy a new license for it. But yeah, uh, I'm on version 6.1 something. Yeah. So And when you buy a license, which isn't expensive, it, uh, it gives you like two versions worth before you have to buy the license again. So
1: yeah, it's pretty cool,
0: but I'm on 4.32 is what I'm using right now. And it's, it does everything I need to do for this. So
1: yeah. Yeah. Reaper is impressive. And the new versions I, I like just because it, uh, I like the way they like visually. I like the way it looks better. Yeah. Uh, and I like some of the features, like that they started to add. I remember on some of the old versions, and it was just because of my workflow and being used to certain keyboard shortcuts. Uh, I, I used to mess up my my projects pretty bad. <laughs> so, <laughs> so can, can you change your hotkeys now? I think so. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't use a whole lot of hotkeys. I just. Uh... I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure you can change like whatever you want. So, like for for the MIDI editing, at least you can change like how like you you input and uh, delete notes and stuff like that oh, to make yeah. it faster. Yeah. That's, uh,
0: that's something I didn't dig into as much. Uh, programming drums was, was, yeah. And I don't know, putting a couple of notes in, I didn't spend a whole lot of time with MIDI.
1: Yeah. I do a lot with MIDI just to get the ideas out. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, I really like Q. I, I've, I've yet to see something that does MIDI better than Cubase. Um, that's the main reason that I've used it. Um, Cause I, especially if you want to do some weird rhythms and stuff like that, it, it uh, is super easy. Like you can actually like visualize the polymeter better or you can, uh, there, there's a lot of different ways of like changing up the uh, grid. Like you could have like septuplets and you know, whatever yeah. other types of things yeah. really easily logic i i don't know if you've ever used logic but logic was, was kind of cool but i there was just some things i just couldn't get past i don't like i haven't used tried that in a while but that was one that was also pr- fairly cool uh, like in comparison to pro tools yeah you know i would say all of those are better are a better bet for most people um pro tools is seems to only work for like just the audio engineer kind of person so,
0: why do you think that is why do you think pro tools works for an audio engineer?
1: I think the way that it's like laid out and the workflow is just like better for manipulating the audio and like just doing the mixing and the yeah. ed- editing side of things. I feel like Cubase I'll use that as the example. Cause that's what I'm most familiar with, uh, is just set up to be good for songwriting. And then like the, like the routing and stuff like that, w- at least in the older versions, why wasn't like as good as like pro tools could be, oh. you know, where pro tools used to have, um, Plus, I mean, Pro Tools was like one of the first digital ones that was like, so it got the market, you know, freight from the start.
0: Yeah. But, and Pro Tools only works with Pro Tools uh, compatible interfaces, also, right? So they
1: kind of. That might have changed. I know that was the case for a long time, though. Um, I think that there was like, once it became Avid uh, or under that umbrella, whatever. Um, I think that they changed it somewhat where it was like, you could use M audio and or something, something like that. Right. Okay. So, but I, uh, I mean, I like what I have is a double Oh three rack. So it's like the, um, it's like a eight. Well, I guess technically you can go up to 16 channel sort of, uh, preamp. The preamps are not the greatest on it, but it's just a little rack unit kind of thing but I don't know. So last time I saw your setup, it was
0: set up for uh mainly for like a dual channel to go through. You didn't really. Yeah. I like pretty thing. much keep
1: it like that most of the time. Yeah. Mine I've got is- the, I was going to say, I just have the reamping set up now. So, I mean, it's like, I've got the reamping stuff are all ready to go. And then like uh, to a microphone input and then like a DI pretty much set up all the time. Oh Yeah. Yeah.
0: Mine, at, at at the height of when I was recording, was 24 channels, and I've only had all 24 running at the same time once.
1: Okay, that's still pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. So that was uh, tracking drums, obviously. Yep, for sure. Yeah, hopefully it wasn't like tracking <laughs> like an acoustic guitar. Ooh,
0: that'd be fancy. I mean, that'd
1: be pretty wild trying to get all those microphones to be, you know, in phase not have ridiculous issues. phase issues and yeah. stuff you'd almost just have to slip
0: it every one of them to try to get it
1: oh yeah exactly in line yeah i've seen some cool that just reminds me of some cool videos i've seen where they get like a guitar trio to play something and then they're like but they're playing it delayed in the same room so yeah. it, it sounds like the the delay effect but it's just like where they're positioned and stuff like that Yep, yeah. pretty cool that is neat sounds weird
0: (laughs) um so uh have you uh done any more of the the wim hof stuff or have you done any i've done a little bit i i kind of slacked off yeah i figured yeah you figured i Uh, I was kind of slacked off too um i actually just took a week off from doing almost everything uh okay my uh, my bike tire blew out, and I went ahead and decided to get the, the tension on the spokes fixed while it was in the shop getting a new tube and mm. tire. Uh, and it took them over a week to get it back to me. I, I took it in on a Tuesday, and it got back oh, the sucks. following Friday. So it just happened to be right when they reopened, and everyone needed their bike service. So I I understand they
1: they were really cool. It was, oh okay, was really uh really affordable. They let they let some of the bike shops be open around us. Really. Yeah, they could uh, like because I I I know because my dad's a like a real avid cyclist. He he went through like three tires <laughs> and had to go. Uh, he 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 was able to stop at a couple places, but um, yeah. Anyway, you're saying that's pretty cool yeah, though. Yeah. So um, I mean that you got it back and you know got it all tuned up or
0: whatever. So I waited until uh, Memorial Day weekend. I think the uh, the day after Memorial Day. It was what Tuesday. I uh, went to a an actual trail, a dirt trail, um, close to here, and rode that with my son for a little bit. And I had him wear a GoPro. So when he wrecked twice, <laughs> I got to see it on the GoPro and it's hilarious. That's awesome. Like one time he's just walking his bike and he slips and falls. So sounds about right. And then the next time he didn't listen to dad and he decided to try to run up this steep hill and then got about <laughs> halfway up and started rolling backwards. And we tried to put his foot down. It just, uh,
1: he just tumbled and rolled. That's hilarious. So, yeah, I, when I use clipless pedals, you know the ones that actually do like keep your foot attached to, yeah. it, I, uh, I, I would be fine throughout everything, and then stopping. I, I couldn't get my foot out. And then I would always eat shit in the parking lot. Just like, <laughs> like you know, just be like, I'd come to like I'd come to a stop and like fall into the bush on the side or something like yeah. that. Cause I couldn't like, I just couldn't get my fucking foot out, yeah. you know? Yeah. I, uh, I had my foot slip off my pedal once while I was riding and my, my
0: pedals are actually getting worn down a little bit. So it may be time for me to switch something like that, but I have trouble finding shoes, just normal shoes in my size, let alone.
1: Yeah, you know, I. I used to use clipless a lot. I don't really use them anymore. Uh, just I, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't feel like the benefit for the type of riding that I do is really that that great. Yeah. You know, I, I'm not. There's, there's like around me, there's not that giant of hills yeah. and stuff like that. Like if I were, and it, so it tends to be fairly flat and more just like tec- technical like turns and stuff like that. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I, I'd rather have my feet free.
0: Well, I was thinking maybe something that more just has like a, a cleat that can stick in. That's not like, I don't know, something to keep my foot from slipping off, but not, uh, I guess. I just Definitely don't. not the basket.
1: Don't do that. Yeah, no. Th- those flip over in the middle of your ride, catch a log. <laughs> uh, it's the I can't tell you how that happened. Like the first pair I had were like those and that happened to Todd. Really? Yeah. Cause your foot would slip out the back and then it would just your, but you would kind of still be on this, on the pedal, but yeah. just the bottom part. And then like, there'd be like a stick sticking up or something that would just catch the basket. So you stop instantly, just, you know, go flying. Yeah. Um, you no, know, I mean, like I do like the clipless pedals. They just, uh, like the, most of them have the, just, you know, that one little piece where you just, all you have to do to get your foot out is just turn it like 30 degrees. Oh yeah, so it's just like it just clipped in. You you go in like kind of like you would snap into like skis. Yep. And then it's but uh yeah you just turn your foot a little bit to the side and it comes right out. Just um, couldn't couldn't manage it while you were stopping. No, not not at the easiest time possible. You know. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's the, it's the same. It's the same thing that happened to me when I broke my thumb and stopped snowboarding because I was pretty good at snowboarding. Uh, like nothing fancy, but I could do pretty big jumps and whatever. And I was up at that. Uh, what's that resort in Wisconsin? Uh, Wilmet, Wilmot, Wilmot, something like that. I haven't heard of it. It's, it's, uh, it's like a small ski resort. I mean, it's in Wisconsin. So it's not like giant mountains, but it's, yeah. uh, they've got probably like 20 Hills. Oh, They're nice. like, you know, it, with like, and then there's lifts cause it's pretty long. Hmm. Um, but nothing too crazy. Um but I was going I was up there snowboarding and I went from the uh like the trick area with the ramps and the jumps over to the Diamond Hill but there's a bunny a hill called Bunny Heaven in between and I ate shit on that and broke my thumb and they had to like literally cut the glove off cuz my hand swelled up so big yep and like I, yeah it was but yeah on the bunny hill in between the two yep good I word. always hurt myself in the stupid yeah stupid way not like nothing cool
0: (laughs) yeah well when you're doing the cool stuff you're more focused on it when you're doing something that seems easy true that's a good point (laughs) yep um so no new reading no new wim Hof stuff um I have found a guy locally that does the, the Wim Hof coaching and he actually does the coaching up in Chicago too. He drives up there. Oh, interesting. So I think he's doing a, uh, a virtual seminar in like June. And I think I might just hop on
1: that for like the breathing stuff. Just, uh, yeah, that'd be interesting. Send me some of the info. I will. I'll check it out. I'll do that. That could be cool. Hmm. All right. I'm going to, Stop now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's All right. awesome. All right, sounds good. All right, see you. Bye.
0: Harmony.